Continuing on, we're right at the top of the page. Achlas mother. We're continuing on with this quote, this brisa about an animal. An animal ate smother. That's the case, smother. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says, Rabbi Yeshua son, you look at it, you look at it as if it's, it's, it's ripe grapes. Even though he ate it before it was even ripened, but we look at it as if he ate fully ripened grapes. No, what was it worth before he ate it, and what is it worth now? If it was very early stage, you have to understand there's different stages. Super early is before there's even like uh, the the beginning of a grape. That's um, That then it's what was and what is. But But if it's already later stage, which just early. Um, where you know, the fruit in the air is just not in its sweetest spot, then you indeed look at it at its ripening stage. But here's the question, and this is the point. What was it worth? What is it worth now? And we know that an animal always measures in Shishim. So while am I is What's the answer? Bishishim. We mean bishishim, even though we didn't say it. So bishishim. So the fact that it doesn't say bishishim by the Adam Hamasik doesn't prove that we don't do bishishim because we just don't mention that in the in the in the Mishnayis. We left that information out. That's the kasha. Amar Bay. So now, okay, so it, that, that's all the opinion, and basically it doesn't seem to be very conclusive, but we don't really have a source that by Ottomanazic it should be any different. But we'll, the, the, we're not quite finished yet with this discussion. So Rabbi Abayi says, Rabbi Yosei Rabbi Shmuel, Amru Dabracha. Rabbi Yosei that from the bottom of the page that we just quoted, okay, Rabbi Yosei Haglili was the one who said, Nidon Bimshuyur Shaboy, which basically means, that we, even though we ate it at a very, at the chaziz, which is a very early stage, and you figure it out based on whatever was left, what's its value in its finished value, because it was going to grow to be the finished, look at what it would have been, and that's what it's going to have to pay, which is very interesting. You're paying based on a future value, okay? Because mm-hmm. um, it wasn't that value when he ate it, but it would have grown to that, and that's what he owes, Okay. So, Rabbi Yisraelit had and Rabbi Shmuel also. Why? The Tanya the Brisa says, "Meita b'sadir meitav karmi The damager pays meita from the best. And what does that mean? Meitav b'sadir shon nizik or meitav karmi shon nizik. Did Rabbi Shmuel? Rabbi Shmuel says that we had this earlier. You pay the value, the best of the nizik's property. Okay. And Rabbi Kiva Amar Labar Kasev Lugvusli Nizakam and Idis. No, it's only talking about idis over here. It's not talking about that means paying from the, your best land. When you're paying with land, you always have to use give the best land. You can't give the the property that's in the least desirable area. Okay. This does not mean Rav Yishmael does not mean this. What Rav Yidi interpreted? One furrow, and we don't know which one, what level, how was it the prize tomatoes, or was it the lower quality tomatoes? Whether it was the weaker ones or the better ones. Pay the best one. Whatever is the best one, that's what he, we assume that he ate. Uh, that, that's there. Whatever is the best that's around of, of the furrows, that's the one that he probably ate. 
we for sure don't say that. My time, I'm because that's a regular case of You have the bird. You want to take away from me? You have the burden of proof that I, that is what the animal ate. I have no idea which one, what my animal ate. Ella What it means, meitav. What it means, what what the meitav of the nisik meaning what it would have become. That's what it's saying. Meaning, if it ate it in an unripened stage, we look at, well, what are the tomatoes worth when they are ripened? The That's place. what he's going to have to pay, what the other tomatoes are worth, okay? What's upcoming? So again, we're basing the value on the future worth. And that's what Rav Yisaglili says, and that's what Rabbi Shmuel says. They both take into account what it could have been, which is an interesting sheet. Now, Amar Mar. We mentioned before the opinion of Reb Shimon Yud Amr Shem Shimon that Reb Shimon Yud said the name Reb Shimon Pemet Morim. When do we do this valuation of uh, of figuring it out as a portion of the land? That's only Shachla Lul Bekfan Vichur Teinim. What does that imply? Hasmadar. What if it's uh, that was uh, if it was Smadar, which is a later stage? Smadar is where actually you could see the initial. Grape yeah. shape, you know, it's already like it's like a dot, basically a little, like a, I don't know, they're very small, but it's and it's not really, but it's the shape of a grape you see. Ranasan kilo anavim There's no juice in it yet, but it's uh, the shape of the grape is there already. Um, then you do anavim omdosibatzu. That's the implication. The problem is in the latter part, he says akla pag my If it ate it at a pag stage or boser stage, pag is. Pag is by uh, figs, and boser is by grapes. But boser is the grape. It's a grape. It's for sure. It's a full. It's a. It's a almost it's a full size grape. It's just sour. You know what I mean? It's not um, the green. Yeah. It's, it's still sweet. green. It's not sweet yet. The sweetness comes at an even hard, later yeah. stage, right? But the the the. In other words, that's a later stage than smother. Smother is like a little tiny bean, almost. You know, tiny. Uh, smaller than that, like a little, I don't know, oh, half size, like a, yeah. you know what I mean, really yeah. tiny, and yeah. it, you know, it almost has no juice in it. Uh, the boser has juice in it, it's just sour tasting, not sweet. So it says, Hagima boser, then who the Ronosan Kilo and Avimon was the boser? Hasmada, Ronosan Kamayasiav, then it goes by what it was worth, what's it worth now? So it, the smother seems to be neither fitting in, he, he contrasts everything but smother. He puts the earlier stage in smother, where there was not even, it was just the flowering mm-hmm. stage earlier than that. You know, like, but it was just a bud, not even the actual grape itself, visible. And then the later stage, where it's actual grape. And um, it's, uh, and, and, and then, it, it, so we left the middle case of smother. So what's the deal? Which way is it going? Is really the question. That's the stuff. That's the suffix. So that's the kasha. You have to, like, Push it into one side. Just the early, early stage where there's not even any part of the grape. Uh, and then you pay what was it worth before, what's it worth now. That's because it's so early and there's not even a grape here. Put it with the later part. Then we look at it as if it's a, oh, fully ripened grapes. Already, because it hit, it went past the stage of being a good grape, and now it's just a matter of time. You know, a little more, it's going to be ripening. So then, that's the value that you can be paying. Okay. That's true. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yeshua. That's exactly what Rabbi Yeshua says. Reinos and Kiluena Novim Smadar is is uh, that's what Rabbi Yeshua says on top of the page. It's a Kiluena Novim and the Zibat. What's the difference between the two opinions? 
Fascinating idea. The fact that the animal ate the grapes before it fully ripened is a benefit to the vine because when the vine has to carry a full ripened grape, it weakens the vine. The vine is not the same strong. You mean for next so year? do you take yeah for next year? So do uh-huh. you take do you take that into consideration? That into consideration and you have to uh, take it off the off the damage, so to speak, because it's in a way that's the question. Beside me, which one says which way? I don't know. But don't you, graze, don't you raise the grapevines for the grapes? In, I mean, yes, you worry about the grape, the tree itself, the bush itself, but the grapes are the ones. No, that no, no. But here's grapes. the point. Here's, here's the, the benefit. Point. Here's the point. Here's the point. Because the animal ate the grapes now, this vine is a lot stronger. Yeah. Okay. If it would have, if the grapes would have been fully grown on it. The, the vine is, is worth less now. The vine alone is worth less. So do you deduct that off the damage? That's the question. So okay. it says, <laughs> which yeah. one of them says we do, the other one says we don't. <laughs> yes, we know who says which way. We, he, said, we, uh, he said, I don't know which one says which way, but that's the difference. No, there is a big difference. Mantana, the Chayish, the Chash Kufno, you want to know which one, Atana of these two holds of this concept takes into account the 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 the, the savings and has to deduct that. That's Rabbi Shem Ben Yehuda. How how so? Did Tanya listen to this price? Rabbi Shem Ben Yehuda. I'm Rabbi Shem Rabbi Shem Ben Asya. When a man rapes a woman, ain't a b'shalom mesatzari. He doesn't have to pay for pain. What do you mean? But it's very painful. Why not? Because the pain. Of uh, losing virginity <laughs> is is gonna anyway happen. She's gonna get married, mitzvah, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> so you don't pay for. Think about it. So you don't pay for the pain because that's inevitable anyway. That's the point. So they told him, "Ain't a diamond You can't compare. There's a huge difference. One was unwill, unwilling. One was willing. Even though it is a nachanami." Painful either way, but it's not the same pain, and therefore he does have to pay for pain. But the point is, he's taking into account futures, and he's deducting that. So that's the one, the same Tana, that's a Tana that takes that as factor into effect. Right, is, uh, the principle of Brera coming here, it sounds like it's a... What's the Brera Brera thing? A Brera arguing, except... Well, that's going backwards, not forwards, right? Here we're just saying, all we're saying is, is that, is that there, there's a... There's a cost of of the loss of the grapes, but there's a savings in the increased value of the vine. And he's saying, do we take do we factor that in, or we just look at look an eighth of my grapes? My grape, those grapes would have been worth X amount of money. That's the point about What that's you're anticipating, you're extrapolating. Yeah, yeah but it's not, that's not from yeah, but that's that's that is that is true. But 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 the point is is that that's what exactly. So it depends where on the line it is, how developed it is. If it's so, if it's close enough to the end to the end game, it's already practically at the end line at the at the finish line. So it just needs another few weeks. So it ate it a few weeks early. That doesn't mean it shouldn't pay. Well, because the loss to me is for my good grapes. And we take into account, well, that's what, that's what the opinion is, we look at how the other grapes that it didn't eat are. They all worked out beautifully, 
So then, it's not, I understand what you're saying. It's like, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, maybe that's your point. That's your point. In two weeks, gosh. <laughs> Anything can happen in two weeks, right? That's true. But but we we have the benefit of of uh, of, of uh, being the Monday morning quarterback because we're we're seeing how the other grapes did turn out. Well, yeah, you're extrapolating from past experience. Not the past. No, past. in the future, two weeks henceforth. Yeah, wait till the two. It was two weeks early that it was eaten. Let's say. So two, you go wait two weeks later, and we see what the grapes are, how they are. The I mean, pro- what's remaining? We're right, exactly. Oh, so you're it building it off of the remaining grapes. So like, so, so after exactly so right. So we take that. Seed. That's what. That's exactly. Oh, yeah, that that's what it means. Need them be mishuyu You're looking at what's left, and and saying what it, what it could have been, what it should what it would have been worth if he did not had you not eaten these grapes. This is what I could have sold it for. And what, that's what, what if locusts attacked the, the the vines two you know a week and a half later and devastated everything? What, right, what? right. How do you do it? So he doesn't pay nothing? That's a good question. Okay, I don't know. That's uh, a good question. Okay. All right. Amar by. Okay. All right. So now listen to this next thing. Amar by Hani Tanai Reb Shem Ben Yehuda. These Tanoim that we're going to mention and Reb Shem Yehuda they both are on the same page. Okay. Again, what Rav Shem Ben Yehuda's opinion is, and that's important, also a different idea, is that the is that you have to deduct the cost of the of the finished grapes that it would that the guy would have uh, incurred off of the damages. Now, um, so Rav Shem Ben Yehuda Adarman, we just quoted him. Honey, today, what are these? the the price is like this. Rav Yisrael Nachi Chaya, and Ben Azir Nachi Mizonos. Amazing different, amazing idea. When you're paying, uh, again, we know that a man has to pay the uh, the cost of uh, of, uh, of Lados that were that were killed. Okay, so a woman had a miscarriage thanks to this guy, so he has to pay for the value, for the loss. So according to Rabiosi, that's true. But you got to take off the fact that uh, he would have had have to pay a midwife bill. So yes, the kids were you know, were, were, were are worth X. So, but you have to do X minus the cost of the of the delivery fee, okay? Which is a lot of money. It's a huge difference. Ben that ice cream and pickles that costs money too, okay? She's only drink, she's only eating hagendas. Those are expensive. Those little jugs, okay? This comes off the price because now she's not eating that anymore because of the miscarriage. She's saving money. Exactly. So you have to oh. deduct. You deduct the save. You deduct the savings. <laughs> that's a different look. Okay. Anyway, that's the thing. In those days, that was unheard of. Okay. Okay. So 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 interesting. So this is the interesting thing. So if you say nechichaya, then you take off the the the, the midwife bill. Okay. Surely you could take off the food. That's for sure. You want to know why? Because of this week's parsha. Amazing connection. It's a DD. The guy can say, my wife? <laughs> she's, a, she's a great woman. She's a genius. She knows how to give birth by herself. She does it all on her own. She goes into the bathroom, comes out with the baby. Done. Doesn't need nobody. Doesn't need no help at all. Yeah, whatever. She goes into the bath. Gives birth. Doesn't complain. No, whatever. She doesn't. That, that's exactly what this week's... Right. That's what this week's parsha it talks about how pyros. Yeah. Why, what do you mean? Why? Why did you let the boys live? It's like, what do you mean? They became. They was already born. What can we do? Have you noticed this last week connection? 
What? What was the last week connection? Oh, what? You had one last week? I don't remember. Barzilai. Oh, Barzilai, right. That was yours, right. Barzilai left door. I saw that, yeah. That was a good one, right. The after connection. Okay, so a papa, Rav Funabrit, Rav Yeshua, Avod Uvda Kavasi Dur Nachman. So we have here a papa, Rav Funabrit, Rav Yeshua, they did a case, they adjudicated a case in front of Rav Nachman, Bishishim, and they went by the same measure that we said that it's the 60th. Lishnachrina, papa, Rav Funabrit, Rav Yeshua, Shamud Dikla, Agav Kedina. They evaluated a palm tree based on the, uh, on the land, okay? And um, uh, the uh, the measure of land that it was on, as a portion of the land, and that's the the halacha follows that that we take into account the land bidikla darma in a standard palm. You're right. But the reish galusa was right bidikla parsa in the Persian uh, palm. What's the difference? Rashi says that a Persian palm is very very chashuv. And therefore, it's well, something that's so chashev, you, you measure on its own right. It's not as a portion of something. That's basically the, the, the difference. So like a prize tree or something like that. So like, Special that's yeah. right. So then, so that, so in other words, Reish Galusa in the end seems to have been right if it was, a, if, if the Kazba, whatever that, and that, that uh, palm tree was was one of the Persian species. Then, in fact, he ruled correctly because it is worth it. No, it's it's the it, the point is is that what it's there the palm trees were beautiful trees, and therefore each one had that value. In other words, like it, he ruined it, and he pays the the straight up value. It's not as a measure of the field or something like that. We, we had a story about someone coming from Eretz Israel and asking how much is a, well, it's, it's a Zeus for the hand of this uh, Tamarim, whatever. And then he was saying, oh, why no one is just sitting learning Torah? Mm-hmm. And then he had a... Stomachache at the so end. What, what's the hashivas of Persian palms? Right, so it's not what the food is. It, that wasn't Persian, that was Bavel. And uh, Persian palms are just very beautiful. I don't know what it is. Anyway, brings us to the next thing. Okay, Eliezer Zira. This fellow Eliezer is a great story. Eliezer Zira, that's what he's called. Have a He was wearing black shoes. Now, um, apparently, it wasn't the style to wear black shoes in those days. It was not fancy. It was black shoes. It was a mortar shoes. It shows it right. But he wearing black shoes. And he's standing in the marketplace in Narda. The house of the Rish Kalusa, the people saw him there. Why are you wearing these shoes? I'm actually mourning for Jerusalem, and this is like a show of mourning wearing dark black shoes. Are you such a big, you know, big, great rabbi that you're able to be uh, 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 mourn on Yerushalayim? They thought that he was a big shot. He's being uh, haughty, showing off like I'm such a such a great rabbi. So they put the guy in jail. So that's it. You're wearing black shoes. That's that's pretty impressive. Whatever they had, they ruled with an iron fist. I mean, whatever the black shoes. No, no, I'm a learning man. I'm not just a slouch. I'm not just I'm a guy. I'm I'm a chashev guy. 
he felt that he needed to say that. Again, double sense. Amr so they told him, how should we know that you're a who says, you know, like you say, you say you're a great rabbi? So he said to them, okay, either you ask me a question, if you can ask me a question that I can't answer, then I'm not, then I'm not a great rabbi. If I can ask a question that you can't answer, then I am a great rabbi. Either you want, either you ask me or I ask you. So they, so they said, okay, okay, boyat, shoot, ask the question, see if we can answer. I'm a kufra. A man cut down. Um, uh, 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 to, to cut down some dates, a, a, a bunch of dates, and that's early stages where it's not fully ripened. Okay. So my um, mishalom, what 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 payment should it be? Amalei mishalom to mikufra. What's the price of unripe dates? That's what he pays. Simple, easy. Amalei so mishalom to mikufra. Amalei so he said to them, hey, wait a second, I have a tamri. But aren't those those unripe dates going to eventually be full ripe dates, and they're going to be worth more? And he's he's suffering the loss on account of him, mm-hmm. so it should be really more than that. Amrule, so they said back to Mishal the Beit Amri. You're right. Okay, never mind. Try again. Pays the full full price of dates. Amrule, so he said back to Valavtamri Shakalmini, but he didn't take full grown dates to, from them. Basically, he's drawing circles around them. He's like, so what? So, like, uh, you know, on the one hand, this is exactly your question. On the yeah. one hand, it's the, it had, does have the potential of being full-grown dates, but on the other hand, it, it wasn't a full-grown date when he ate it. So what's the deal? Amrile, okay, Mulanat, okay, you got us. You tell us the answer. Amrile, Bishishin. You measure it as a portion of the land, which takes both factors into account. When you're buying land, that uh, uh, and, and then that takes into account future value in the current value, and that's the way to do it. Amazing that explanation. True? That's the idea, because that's the value of land is is based on its potential. Yeah, but, but it's not years. yet there yet. No, not the yet. No, the tree on the land before and the tree on the land after, which means oh. that it be, means that it was as a the, the land always looks into potential value as part of what creates its current value. And that's... Yeah, right. How much more? It was almost ripe grapes. They take that cashments into it. Um, um, so it's so, that's, that's how it's going to be accurate. Okay. So they didn't accept that. Who says that? You're right. It's very nice. But I don't know that that's true. Shmuel is still alive, obeys Dina Kayim, and his best is around. Shadrach came to Shmuel, they sent to Shmuel to find out, and they still kept him in jail till they find this out, right? Amrlu, Shaper Kamar, Luchu, Vishishim, he was right, okay, then you can leave the jail, you can wear the black shoes, okay, you can wear the black shoes. Shmuel, regular Shmuel, Rabin Shmuel. This is during the time when Shmuel was still around. What? Amora, early Amora. Okay. Amazing story. All right, Rabbi Shimon Amar, you see what kind of uh, system there was? Imagine we, nowadays you walk in with a, you know. Bad, bad. Right, no, I'm saying, like, it's like kind of like a guy walks in in a 
white suit or something. It's like a Kabbalist. Who says you have a, you're on that level to wear a white suit? I'm saying, right. So, you know, like, we, we're not that, uh, everybody does their own thing. We don't, we don't mess with anybody, okay? Whatever you want to wear, as long as you, if you come into shul, you're already ahead of the game. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. shows up wearing a white outfit. Yeah, exactly. Ah, right, they'll put him in jail. Right, exactly. All right, Reb Shimon Eimer, new thing. Reb Shimon Eimer, Akhla Peres Gemurim. If you ate finished fruit, then you got to pay for the full price of the fruit. My time, what's the logic of Reb Shimon? Adamer Achmano, Ubiir B'Steacha. That which the pasuk says, Ubiir B'Steacha, Milamit Shesham and Al Gabasada. Hani Milim Midi Ditzarech L'Sada. That's when it still needs sustenance from the field. Hani, but these finished products, Kivdo L'Tzrich L'Sada, Be'Inayu B'Yishlumi has to pay for their actual value. Rav ruled like Rav Meir and Paskin like Rav Shimon. This Rav Shimon. Titania. Don Rav Kermeir, Titania, the says, Kosov Lerishon. This is a different halacha. It's collecting both things. Very interesting case. We're talking about a woman's ksuva that was attached to a particular piece of land. And the guy wrote the land to somebody else. And she refused to sign off on it. That this land that's that's lean to her prop to her she uh, right. She refused. She refused to sign. The Shani, then the second guy, and then and then she did sign. Of the Ksubasa, the Mayor says that woman just lost her Ksuba because she the fact is if she can't argue that she's trying to be um, you know, just be agreeable, amenable to her husband, because the first time she refused. So if she did agree second time, that means she full, she fully is masculine. She doesn't, doesn't matter, she agrees. She really agrees, okay? I was trying to be nice to my husband. Um, and so Rebuda disagrees, but on that, Rav Paschal like Rav Meir, because the proof is the first time she didn't agree. So that's the idea. Rebuda holds that, no, the fact that then she didn't agree is because she was upset her husband. But now that she agreed, it doesn't mean that she's agreeing, it means that she just didn't want to, you know, now she wasn't upset, but really she's only trying to be, you know, be amenable. Okay. When the animal ate full, full-grown fruit, that's all you pay, and it's not as a portion of the land. And we don't do it as a, we don't lower the value based on as a portion of the land. Brings us to the new Mishnah. Somebody who basically makes a pile of hay in the neighbor's yard, Shalobishos without permission. And sure enough, the owner of the field, his animal, wow, all this way, starts gnashing away on it. And he doesn't have to pay for that because who asked you to put your hay where my animal's going to eat it? What if the animal got damaged from it? It slipped on the hay? The owner of the Gaddish is responsible. But if it was permission, with permission, then the owner of the field is Chayv. Oh. Now, the truth is, we had almost an identical mission to this earlier, but we'll see that it's not exactly the same. So, Lema Tanan, the local Rebbe, this 
leaves out the opinion of Rebbe. Di Rebbe, ke Rebbe, Hamar, Achi, Kabbalah, Balabais, Ishmar. The Balabais has to, he's never responsible until he says explicitly that I am taking on responsibility to watch. And that's not what it says here. It just says that if it was with permission, then the owner of the field is fully chayiv. The answer is Amar Papa Hacha binatar de beidari beidari binatar beidari avas. You know, we're talking about a special scenario where this is the guy who's watching the silos, where everybody used to um, basically bring it to what all the people of the valley would bring it to the one silo. Each one had their own pile, and they hired uh, jointly somebody to watch all the grain. Okay, so once he gives me permission. To put it there, it's understood. This is the type of thing. That's a built-in system. They give him the Amr Le'ayel Gadosh. Once he says, okay, put your pile there, Ayel Ve'anter Lechahu, it clearly means that I am going to watch it for you. All right, so that brings us to the new Mishnah. Ha'ashalech Zabir, somebody sending a fire. Biyad Cher Shad V'katam. We talked about this earlier. Patamitini Adam. Bechayim Dine Shemayim Patarin. Not in, in, in laws of man, but he's because you're doing a dangerous thing. And if a fire catches, that's him, it was wrong of you. So in heaven, they'll punish you. But in this world, we can't because it was too much based on their actions. Now, if you send it in the end of somebody who's of sound mind, he's for the fire that he causes. One guy brings fire, the other guy brings wood. The wood after the fire, the guy brought wood first. The other one brought fire afterwards. Basically, the one who made it into the one who, the last one, is the one who's responsible. Comes along somebody else and he uses the bellows on the fire to make it grow. That is Hamalab uh, He's the one who's Chayv. If the wind caused it to flare up, again, we have to be, we'll see what kind of wind was that, but uh, that they're all potter. Okay, Amr Rishlakesh, Mishmid Chizkiel, last line. He gave the Cherishot of a cut on a coal, and they blew on the coal to make it into a fire. But if you give a, a full fire that's you know, coming up, so then, because that's your action. That's what Rishlakish holds. Even if I give him a full flyer, uh, like a torch, right? I'm potter. Why? My time. It's the, um, it's the, it's the, it's his, it's the, the deaf man's um, causing it because he spread it. It's he was holding it with the, uh, the tongs, you know, to hold on to it. He, that's what caused it because he brought it to where it will catch. The only time you will is where you give him all the ingredients: the wood, silta, um, which is the thin, the small piece of wood, and shraga and a and a burning fire. Then you basically you gave everything, and there's no nothing else um, needed to catch. Then that's your action completely, and then you'll be responsible even in the other. Anyway, that's the story. Stop over here.